following podcast is rated D for dumb. You're listening to Dumbing It Down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth. Listen to Dave commute to and from work on the New York State Thruway in his 2009 Honda Fit. He talks about pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. Join Dave as he asks and tells you how life ought to be. And now, here's Dave. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Appreciate it. Here's Dave. Ready to dumb it down? All right. That's good. It's nice to know that the change of seasons hasn't affected your enthusiasm. You're still tuning in, and you still uh, want to hear me dumb it down. So let's give it a shot. My name is Dave Canyon. Welcome to Dumbing It Down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth. Truth, pragmatism, happiness, mindfulness, integrity, and uh, good weather, and the search for it all. It is 6.18 p.m. on the East Coast. I'm on the New York State Thruway. I'm just north of Catskill where I just did the loop-de-loop, which uh, I will try to explain to you at the end of this, this episode what that means because I mentioned it a lot, but uh, haven't really had a chance to fully uh, explain that out. But uh, before uh, I get to that, we have a whole show to do. We have, jeez, um, I think it's going to be less. I forgot to check. I think it's going to be a little bit less than... A half an hour because I did a 33-minute show the other day. Yeah, I'm going to aim for 27 minutes. That could be short. I forget now. I was supposed to check before uh, we did this. All right. I could pause and then, nah, I'm not going to play around. We'll just, you know, go a little bit short and then I'll let the people at Mile High, MileHighHIRadio.com, MileHighHIRadio.com is where my show is syndicated. Yeah, syndication. And uh, it's on Mondays. Uh, uh, anywhere you are in the world, if it's... Uh, 11 o'clock Eastern on the East Coast. Yeah, yeah, 11 o'clock Eastern. Uh, 11 to 12 on Mondays. I have a new lead-in. I don't know. I forgot. I, I should have written it down. But I know I have a... There's a show before me at 10 o'clock. Looks interesting. Uh, on Mile High Radio. MileHighHIRadio.com. Thank you, Lynn. And thank you, Bobby. Um, yeah, so you, you they repeat a couple shows that uh, if you missed. and uh, But all my shows are accessible via Spreaker. You know, I don't have an app anymore. I will have an app again. I will have uh, one of these days uh, an iOS, you know, Apple and uh, Android app. I've had it and I let it go, and it was, you know, that was actually an unfortunate mistake. And then, uh, you know, whatever. I'm waiting for the deal. And usually, a Spreaker usually has a two for one deal. You pay one price, you get two apps. So I'll do that. If I can ever find uh, a place that actually makes apps, I'll, maybe I'll go to them, get my own app, because I got a lot of other stuff to put on there other than just dumbing it down with Dave. Anyway, uh, yeah, so six uh, now it's 620 northbound. I'm at the 119 mile marker. I did the loop-de-loop at Catskill. I'm on my way to work. I'm running late, very late at 620. I should be should have been at work 20 minutes ago, but uh, I'm having a situation with my cat, my cat, who uh, we're brilliantly is named Kitty. And um, anyway, she's at the end of her life, uh, about 14 years old, we guess. She's a stray. She came out of the woods. We had a cat, a black cat. Uh, that we got from a farm in Saugerties, Sour Farm, S-A-U-E-R, Sour Farm. Still exists, Sour Farm in Saugerties. If you're ever in the area, stop by, get yourself some fresh fruits and vegetables. At Sour Farm, they grow a lot of stuff there. It's an old farm. I'll tell you how old the farm is. When I, we were there getting the first black cat, um, the uh, daughter, uh, whose name I don't remember, uh, it doesn't matter, of the owners, uh, the mom and dad of this farm, uh, was talking to me. They have this, you know, old scale, the one of those Toledo. Remember Toledo? They made uh, probably Toledo, Ohio. They made these scales. It's not the digital. Anyway, um, you know, with the arrow, boing, boing you know, the arrow. Um, 
<clears throat> she told me that uh, inside that house, they uh, probably is the last existing in Ulster County, maybe the United States, I have no idea, hardline rotary phone. They have a hardline rotary phone in that house. That's when I got the first cat. Uh, it's been about uh, 10 plus years or so, so maybe that phone is gone. I don't know. I, I don't know if my mother and father are still alive. I haven't been there in a while, but uh, that's where we picked up the first cat. So if you're in the area, Saugerties, uh pull off at the, the Saugerties exit and then head south on Old Kings Highway. It's on your left. It's really very quick to get to from the toll booth. I don't know why I'm advertising them, but it's a little piece of Americana. Sour Farm, you know. S-A-U-E-R. I'm pretty sure that's how you spell it. Sometimes they have a sign out front has a picture of the vegetables that they're selling at the time. But I think the town of Saugerties had a problem with that or something. Because I remember meeting this woman at a party. I said, you know, I used to drive by. You had this sign with all the pictures of the vegetables. I like to have... I'm very visual. So I like the pictures. But she said, yeah, the town gave her a problem with the... the, the, the you know, they're always hassling people with signs. God forbid anybody should advertise their business, you know, make some money in the town of Saugerties. Meanwhile, you know, everything's going out of business. So we, we, we've had 100 antique stores, 100 sandwich shops. You know, they all come, they all go. Well, somehow we have like three or four pizzerias. So it's a town of 10 people. I have no idea who's buying all this pizza. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, so uh, it's a busy. I had to come home because my battery and my CPAP died. I had to wait for the FedEx guy. Uh, which I slept through. I think my son woke up and signed for uh, my package for uh, my CPAP battery. It's all charged. I'm on my way to work. And hopefully I will stay home. I will stay up at work for Dave's Fit Life. That's the other thing I do. Dave's Fit Life. Uh, Dave's Fit Life on YouTube. And we're making a lot of improvements to Dave's Fit Life. Um, I downloaded something called Tube. Tube Buddy. Tube Buddy. And it's like one of those browsers that helps you edit and it just helps you with YouTube. So if you haven't had a chance to check me out on Dave's Fit Life as I live in my Honda Fit during the work week, three to four days or four to five days a week as I try to exercise and get fit. Uh, you know, right now we're in phase one where I'm taking, phase one is all about taking two hours of commuting and turning it into two hours of fitness. That's the goal. If I can accomplish that every day, that's very successful. Although I've had a lot of hiccups and bumps along the way. I had a little hiccup, like my mom had a stroke back in October. That was a big pain in the butt. I really wish she hadn't done that. I don't think she did it purposely. But uh, if you knew her track record, she's kind of like, you know, a person that every so often has a little situation and uh, attracts a lot of attention to herself. You know, you might say, well, Dave, that's your mom. That's, you know, she's 82. She's allowed to be sick. Yeah, she was sick when she was 30. She was sick when she was 40. I mean, not like major stroke situations, but like, you know, always something very dramatic, very dramatic and uh, whatever, you know, I'm not saying uh, I don't feel bad for her. I'm just saying, all right, you know, it's enough, enough. <laughs> and she stroked out in October, which, you know, was very inconvenient for me. You know, uh, I, I wish she had, well, maybe it isn't because I was kind of upset because, you know, I lived with her for a while in the nursing home and it was cold. It was the nursing home was right on the water, you know. So for about three or four months of the, out of the year, it's not a great place for her to be because it's cold. Not a great for, place for me to visit. She's indoors the whole time. It makes no difference to her. But now that the weather is getting warmer, uh, it's a nice place to be. You know, the air is clean and it's on the peninsula of Manhattan Beach. You know, uh, which is part of Brooklyn. It's a community. I don't know why they call it. Well, there's a beach there, so it's called Manhattan Beach. Uh, is that called? Uh, there's like Coney Island. There's Brighton Beach. And uh, there's Manhattan Beach. So it's not in Manhattan. It's in Brooklyn. 
Very confusing, right? Why do they call it Manhattan Beach if it's in Brooklyn? I don't know. Maybe I should have talked about that during the What If Show. Did you enjoy that? Episode 116? I think it's 116. The What If Show, the bonus show. I like that. I want to do more of those. What Ifs, Origins, and uh, things like that. I, uh, mysteries, you know, yeah. What Ifs, Origins, and Mysteries. I think that's a great idea for a podcast series. What Ifs, Origins, and Mysteries. Um, I like the idea of throwing things out. You know, what if this? What if that? What if this? What if that? So, then um, uh, the origin of something. Who was the first person to milk a cow? Uh, Linda, I think, wrote a comment. Uh, the bravest man in the world was the first person to answer the question when a wife asks, do I look fat in this? You know, yeah, that's uh, pretty brave. Um, why do women always ask that question? I have no idea. But uh, anyway, so, yeah, Dave's Fit Life, you know, uh, living in the fit getting fit and fitting things into my life. So check that out on YouTube. I can use subscribers. I, uh, last I looked, I think I only had like 93, maybe 94 subscribers. I should have over 100 by now, but I'm way behind. I haven't been pushing it. I'm not that type of guy. Push, 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 sign, 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 subscribe, and then click on that little bell icon. So this way you get notified. And also here on Spreaker, I need more followers. I didn't check before I came on the, on the air, but uh, last I looked, I had 59. And uh, iHeartRadio requires 100. I like to be on iHeartRadio. Why? I don't know. It seems like the next logical, pragmatic step. What do I know? These are the things I'm supposed to be doing. I don't even, you know, left to my own, uh, what's the word? Left to my own uh, devices. Do I care? I don't care about any of this. I'm just doing this to have fun. Right now, I'm in the car. If I wasn't talking to you, what would I be doing? I'd be counting traffic cones. I'd be looking at the new Baltimore rest area. I'd be wondering who's going to the Capital Region Welcome Center. Why did Mario Cuomo spend millions of dollars on a welcome center? Is anybody going to the welcome center? Do you have to travel all the way up to the 127 over 1 mile marker to feel welcomed by the Capital Region? Can't we just assume you're welcomed? Are there people in there serving pie? Do you get a slice of pie? Welcome to the Capital Region. Would you like some pie? Mario Cuomo. I'm calling it the Tap NZ Bridge for the rest of my life. For those of you who live anywhere else in the world, you have no idea what I'm talking about. But we had this bridge, this iconic bridge, forever, 50 years, 60 years, whatever. They called the Tapanzee Bridge. There's a town there down on the Hudson River called Old Tapan or Old Tappan, whatever. I don't know if there's new Tappan or just Tappan, but there's Old Tappan, I'm pretty sure. Anyway, so they called it the Tapanzee Bridge. It actually means something, like the Throg's Neck Bridge. If you look it up, it actually means something. There's a meaning to Throg's Neck. There's a meaning meaning to uh, Tapanzee. But all of a sudden, Mario Cuomo Jr. is the governor. And all of a sudden, uh, oh, yeah, let's name the bridge after my father. But by the way, all, you know, all kidding aside and all partisans aside, not the greatest governor. Not the greatest governor. They said he was a great speaker. Eh, not that great of a speaker. Not really. I don't, you know, like, whoa, what a great speaker. Wow, is he going to go on the tour? Is he going to, oh, my God, can I get some CDs? Get out of here. Not that great. And his son's a whack. Who talks like this guy? Get a chance. Go online and look up Mario Cuomo Jr., whatever his name is, and listen to him talk. Who talks like that? He's the only person in the world with that voice. But then again, who talks like Donald Trump? Donald Trump is kind of the only person that sounds like Donald Trump. So it's okay to have an individual sound. Just to me, it's a little bit annoying. New York, New York will be a leader in welfare. It's almost like Kennedy. I don't know. He just has a really particular voice. If you could do Mario Cuomo, you could you could get on stage and make some money. That's yeah. If you could write some funny lines, you, you, you'd be okay. All right. Note to self. Work on my Mario Cuomo Jr. 
I don't really want to sound like him anyway, so I probably won't do that. I'm a little busy. So the cat's a little ill. Uh, what does she have? She has arthritis, I think. And she's 14, so, you know, she's an old cat. She's she's bound to not do well. Um, and we're trying to keep her alive. I'm not going to spend $500 or $1,000 on some sort of life-saving surgery. You know, uh, we get to a certain point, you know, we're just going to end it. You know, it's, uh, it's been $30 here, $70. Today she had acupuncture. My cat had ac- acupuncture. Uh, acupuncture. Doctor came in, needle, needle, needle. I don't know how many needles. And then, uh, then he left the room. He says, "All right, yeah, hold on to her. Fifteen minutes, I'll be back." Like, uh, okay. You want me to sit here with a cat, keep her from moving around with needles in it? A fourteen-year-old cat? Yeah, I can do that for fifteen minutes. Sure. But we did, and uh, I think she's feeling better. She climbed up on the on the bed in the master bedroom today. She hasn't done that in months. She did it without a step. We have these steps, you know, these little cat steps. We did it without the steps. So that's a good sign. She jumped up on the bed somehow. I don't know how she did it. I wasn't looking when she did. She did it. She did it twice. We just needed to pee and poop a little bit more regularly. And it'd be nice if she ate most of her food. But then again, 14. Well, I mean, this is it, by the way, folks. My last pet. I've had two dogs. This is our second cat. Done. After this, done. After this, it's my son. After him, done. After my son, it's my parents. After them, done. And uh, after my parents, I don't, that's it. I don't care what my sister does. You know, I don't care about really almost anybody else in the family. I really don't. It's very hard for people to hear that. Dave, that's really, that's sad. That's really sad. No, listen, I'm 55 and a half years old. I'm going to be 56 in August, all right? I've done everything I could do for these people. I've, I, I, I've lived my life for people. I've been defined by people. I've been underestimated by people. I've been neglected by people. I've, I've been I've run through the gamut with family and friends for that matter. So once these people are out of my life, cat, kid, and the caboodle, right? Cat, kid, and caboodle, the parents. I'm going to call them the caboodle. Mom and dad. Sonia and Harold. Once they're gone, I do this. Can you hear that? I wipe my hands. Time to go. I want to move to Australia, I go to Australia. I want to go travel the world in a van, you know, in the fit, whatever. Got to go. Got to live my life. My clock is ticking. My clock is probably ticking faster than your clock. I'm carrying around 280-some-odd pounds, maybe 290, all right? I am also uh, high blood pressure, you know. I'm a truck driver. I've been sitting on my ass for 30 years. Not a healthy choice to be sitting on your ass. It's pretty hard to reverse the damage that I've done to my body. Sitting on my ass. They say people who sit on the ass, you know, uh, uh, die earlier. You know, uh, they don't live as long because the, whatever the blood circulation situation is, sitting in your butt doesn't make it better. Let's take a coffee break. I'll have a little beverage break. All right. Maybe we'll take a breather break. I'm a little congested, by the way. I, today I did like 30 sneezes. Ah, a little McDonald's chemical-oriented coffee. Anyway, the McCafe. Come on, McCafe. What'd you get at the McCafe? Ugh. Anyway, they, they're so good, the McCafe. So many choices. Latte. You got lattes. Yeah, lattes at the McCafe. Okay, whatever. It's a, it's a, it's a test tube. It's, a, it's food made. It's all experimental food. I don't know if you guys know that. Like, really, none of it is real. It's all kind of, like, created in a lab. All right, anyway. By the way, I saw the movie Founder. The movie Founder with Michael Keaton. Have I talked about that yet? It's all about the guy who took McDonald's away from the guys who created McDonald's. I think the McDonald brothers. Ray Kroc. Wow, that was a good movie. 
Uh, I just hold on a second. I just said, "Wow, that was a good movie." Yes, looking back, wow, that was a good movie. But it's weird how they made it. It's not a movie review show, but it's a little weird uh, how the director made choices. And uh, but it was good. At the end of it all, it was a good movie. Uh, I just blew my nose in a napkin here on, on the air. But it was a good movie. Oh, yeah, The Founder. Or Founder, whatever. You know, it's all about McDonald's. Michael Keaton, good actor. Okay. Cat, Dave's Fit Life. Tweet me at Done With Dave. Tweet me at Dave Canyon. Whatever one. For this show, tweet me at Done With Dave. Nobody tweets me. I've never been tweeted yet. Can you believe it? Linda tweets me. Linda, you tweet me. Um, and Mark doesn't tweet me. Mark calls me on the phone. Pat talks to me alive at, uh, in the tandem area and suffering. Uh, everywhere I go, there's somebody talking to me about something. Uh, except for my own friends and family. And not that Pat's not a friend, but you know what I'm saying. People who I grew up with could care less about my podcast. Anyway, I defended somebody last week. I mentioned that in the last episode. Did you enjoy episode 116, What If? I like that. That was good. Let's do another one. I got more stuff. 17 minutes. Okay. Last week, I forgot to mention Clear Your Nose. Ah, man. What a day. All congested. I think I... I it might have been my CPAP mask. All right. Oh, this ain't going to be good. All right, listen. It doesn't matter if I'm not going to do well. It's important, that you, it's important that you do well. Let's do a breather break. Three deep breaths in through the nose, out through the mouth. We'll, we'll break it up a little bit here, and then we'll finish the show. Uh-oh. Red lights. We're in traffic. We're in traffic. Red lights. Oh, boy. What is this? All stop. Oh, look at that long line of tractor trailers. What the hell is going on? I don't have ways. I got Google Maps, but there's usually no traffic at 6.35 in the p.m. You know what it is? They're probably setting up the construction. Way to go, Dave. You're late. Now you're going to be later. You're going to lose like an hour of time. You're going to have been done. I do this to myself every day. I get later and later. Procrastination is a big issue with me. Getting things done at an appropriate, uh, being prepared and all that, just not good. All right, well, while we're crawling here in traffic amongst every tractor trailer in the Northeast, let's uh, do a breather break, all right? I'm all congested. Three deep breaths in through the nose, out through the mouth. Try to hold it at the top and get deeper every time you go. Ready? Go. All right. That's okay. Breath number one. How was it for you? Better? Better than me? Can you hear it? Oh, yeah. I'm all congested. I'm all congested. All right. Sound like Emily Glitella. Who's that? Doesn't matter. All right. Breath number two. Go. Go. All right. It was a little rough start there, breath number two, but it happened. All right, breath number three. Last one, make it a good one. Deep and hold it at the top. Ready, go. All right, there you go. Three deep breaths. Wow, I'm really congested. What is that all from? I have no idea. Could be from a CPAC mask. All right, but uh, good job, guys. Way to go. Proud of you. You gave it a shot. All right, so that's basically usually the halfway mark of the show. I said we would be done at 27, so it's like almost 20 minutes. Uh, 
So yeah, what if I, uh, I want to expand on a little bit where I talked about these kids getting these educations and getting all A's. You know, there's a whole yin and yang uh, aspect to life that I don't think we pay attention to in politics that much or we don't pay attention to as people who pay attention or don't pay attention to politics is that there's yin and yang. So yeah, what if we did this? What if we did let everybody across the border? Well, let's say we just opened the border. We let everybody in. Whoever wanted to come and go. That's apparently what certain people want. No, it's not a political show. I'm just talking about the human behavior aspect of letting people cross the border willy-nilly. You just, it's like a, I mean, do we even have a turnstile? What, what is the least amount, what is the acceptable amount of resistance that we're allowed to give at the border for those who want open borders? What, what would be acceptable? I've never heard that. I've never heard, okay, all right, here comes a caravan. Wow, that's a lot of people. Hmm. Okay. Usually we only have like one or two people like every couple of minutes or, you know, whatever. Wow. That's like a whole stadium. That's like a whole, this, wow. This is like a lot. Wow. What's that? Oh, that's like, look at these people. There's like hundreds. I don't see the end of this line. Okay. All right. Well, um, do I stop and say hello? I mean, do I have to have a, a capital region welcome center here at the border? You know, maybe we should have had Mario Cuomo build those. So this way we could just, maybe we can get him to go through the gift shop. You know, when you go to a theme park, they like you to exit through the, uh, the gift shop. So maybe you could spend a couple of bucks, help the economy, you know, uh, you know, buy yourself an American flag or, you know, um, I don't know, working papers or, you know, a permit of some sort, you know, maybe pay a little taxes. I don't know. But what is the acceptable amount of resistance? By the way, I think really a lot of those are great ideas. Um, what is the acceptable amount of, okay, all right, we understand that you want to come over here, you're over there now, you want to come over here, um, uh, how about, you know, what is your name? Uh, my name is Carlos. Okay, you have any proof of that? No, not so much. Yeah, see, that's going to be a problem, because we need to know that your name is, in fact, Carlos. Why? I, I, I just will establish myself as Carlos Rodriguez when I get to where I'm going. Oh, yeah. See, I don't know if it really works that way. We're kind of like figuring this out as we go. And we don't, you know, like, ones if your name isn't really Carlos Rodriguez. Ones if your name is really Abdad Mabul, you know, uh, a bomb guy. Uh, I don't know. You're just saying a lot of racist things to me. First of all, you're referring to me, you know, maybe as Carlos Rodriguez. And now you're saying, I, I you know, why can't I just be Joe Ham? Oh, Joe Ham? You, you think your name is possibly Joe Ham? No, I'm just saying that as a reverse towards your uh, discriminatory uh, accusations to what my names may or may not be. Okay, um, well, we just you, you should have a piece of paper somewhere. When you were born, the, no, I was born nowhere. What do you mean you were born nowhere? Well, you know, I lived down there about 100 miles away. You know, see the end of the caravan? No, I can't see the end of the caravan. Yeah, that's where I was born, where you can't see the end of the caravan. Oh, yeah, so you don't have like a hospital? No, nah, not so much. I kind of like fell out. Oh, yeah, we don't really have a lot of medical services down there. Yeah, well, that's not really my problem. Well, what, doesn't your country have like a, a process for documenting who you are? Yeah, you would think so, but not so much. Oh, yeah, see that your country has a problem. Yeah, I know. That's why we're leaving. Yeah, but that's not my problem. My problem shouldn't be that your country has a problem. Your country has a problem, so your country should fix it. Oh, well, okay, maybe that makes a little sense. Yeah, but I want to go where you are because your place is good. My place is bad. Yeah, well, go back and try to fix it. Because it's not right. Because see, see all these people behind you—they're getting all upset because I'm spending so much personal time talking to you. Because you were the first one. Uh, well, not really the first one. The first one, you know, just now. You, we had a million before you, but just for the sake of this uh, podcast, you're the first one. Oh, 
Yeah, see, everybody's getting upset because I'm spending so much time with you. See, all my I'm getting paid to take a lot of time to be with you and to talk to you. But the truth is, I don't know who you are. You don't even know who you are. You just said your name is Carlos, but it might not be. And, you know, yeah, I could see maybe that'd be a problem. Yeah, it's a problem. So go back to your country and fix things. Man, that's a long walk. You got, you know, is there Uber? I don't know. It's your country, man. You got, maybe you shouldn't do that for a living. Why don't you create like a like a south of the border Uber? You'll be the first one. Yeah, my people don't have a lot of money. Well, your people must have something because I don't see you walking here barefoot. You got shirts on your back. There's farmland. Uh, you got tropical weather, right? I mean, so you got something going around. You got to be more resourceful, Carlos. You know, by the way, not a bad name that you picked. Good, good name, Carlos. A, B, C at the top of the list there. Rodriguez, R at the end, but that's okay. I don't think that's going to affect you too much. But, uh, you know, why don't you turn around? Why don't you grab a few people along the way? You could form like a little corporation. Go down the line and kind of like pick people along the way and say, hey, man, why don't you come with me? We're going to go start a company. Oh, yeah? What kind of company? I don't know, but we're going to, we're just going to be resourceful together. Not, you know, relying on the United States government to, uh, and the people of the United States to absorb your, your deficiencies. Okay, that was a nice talk. Yeah, thank you. All right, guys. I, uh, did you hear that? I really don't want to go through all of this with the whole caravan. It's a lot of people. You guys should have been more prepared. All right. That's that's my impression of what goes on at the border. You know? Why do we have to absorb all of this? And why isn't this country being more responsible? I don't have a problem, by the way, of people coming here. You know, I think people should come here. I think it's been proven that it's beneficial to the United States that people come here. All right? Understand what I'm saying? I do think it's beneficial to the United States of America that people from all over the world come here and bring a little bit of them, a little bit of what they have. Create, develop, invest, live, you know, breathe, die, move, whatever. Yeah, it makes no difference to me. I just think this should be a process. I don't know what the least amount of resistance some of these people are looking for. What, what, what is it that we can just do? But right there, I think, uh, all right, well, maybe, well, maybe the guy would have had paperwork. Okay, well, let's let's process this. But, you know, we, we just don't, it's not like five minutes, you know, maybe we should create an app. How about we create an American app for people who want to get into this country? Does that make sense? We need an app, maybe. I don't know. By the way, do, do third world countries have millennials too? Or is it just Americans have millennials? All right, 27 minutes. Let's end it because I'm not really sure. I think the other show I did was like 33 minutes. And that can make an hour. And I, I'm doing this for Mile High Radio. I want them to have an even hour. Goodbye, good day, good night, good luck, good riddance. Godspeed, good rats, and great skills. Take care, guys. Bye.